Hello, welcome. This is Time Play 3HR. My name is Louis. Hello, I'm Lockie. And uh, today, Lockie, we are talking about Super Mario Odyssey, the latest and greatest Mario game. Yeah, it's about like time. That? I'm ready. I suggested it. So you did. It's clearly coming from a good place within me. Of course. Uh, and obviously, I think for everyone else who's played it. Of course. Um, yeah. Should we do it? Yeah. Lucky. Yo. The podcast has started once again. Again. We're back. Who'd have thought we're like 28 episodes in? It's insane. It is insane. We're hitting up uh, Mario. That's almost as many episodes as we have listeners. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Is it? I mean, it shows that we're actually... The thing is, maybe not, because that can scale to any amount, obviously, if you have one listener at one episode. Uh. Hey, though, dude, if we keep up at this rate... Yeah. The only way it's only going up. <laughs> I guess you know what so. I mean? I mean, we've had some pretty insane episodes, and then the rest, very middling. What are you saying? I mean... Insane for us. Sure. But I, I, don't, I don't care about... We, you can't care about, like, listeners at this stage. No, sure. There's just no gain from it. Sure. It's going to... Yeah. It's too sad, basically, is what you're saying. In, in a way. Yeah. But also just, like... Too heartbreaking. No, not even. Like we just don't. We haven't done anything to get these uh, listeners, other than put out content for like three months, four months. Yeah, I mean that's true. I think I've told three people I make this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. all my friends were like mugging me off yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, "What do you do yesterday?" And I'm like, "Oh, I uh, rendered two podcast videos." Uploaded yeah. one. They don't really, they don't really. It's all good. Okay. Scooch. Comes from a, okay. a loving place. I'm sure. That's what friends are for. Yeah. Um, Lucky. What up? We're going to talk about Mario. Waha. You very much wanted to talk about this. I was resistant, and I'm still slightly resistant, you should know, because I, as much as I like this video game, Super Mario Odyssey, by Nintendo of <laughs> Japan, I um, I don't feel like I really have much insight or really anything of interest to say about a Mario video game. And so if, if I were to paint a picture, uh, mm. it was something that sort of went like this, where it was like, oh, I'm finally playing this game. It's great. Lou, let's talk about this game. And you're like, I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so we did Bound instead. And to be fair, we had we talked about it for a while. We talk about Bound. I mean, you know, we're four minutes in. We haven't even touched the subject yet, so maybe we are just delaying it. I think maybe a little bit. We're filling maybe a slight amount of time. I'm going to start off just by saying okay. uh, it's great. Uh-huh. It's great, and the fact that Nintendo could just slam out the door with an incredible Zelda and incredible Mario for their new platform is just nuts. Yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy that in the same year 
like one of the best Zeldas and one of the best Marios came out. Um, especially because like both of those series have maybe been, maybe been a little bit, little maybe not so much Mario, but just a little bit like floaty the last couple years. Um, yeah. Last few entries have been like slightly less excitable. Um, I feel like people have been less interested in Mario um, post Galaxy and then Zelda. I think the last one that was universally loved was like Wind I Waker. Mean, the, I, I, yeah, I guess Wind Waker, But even Wind Waker has like a lot of people feel like has a lot of issues. So like I think it's been a long time really since Zelda has just unanimously been loved by everyone because they always do different things. And sort of come at it from a different direction. And then, yeah. and I think Zelda games are so different that a lot of people just love all of them. Mm. I think I like I love two of them. You yeah. like a few more. A lot of them I don't like very much. Mm. Uh, but Mario, I think's never never missed. You don't think Mario's never? You think Mario's always fantastic on the three D platformers? I would say so. Not that I've played Sunshine, other than like for it. Little bit. Okay, so um, Sunshine. I played a lot of Sunshine on the GameCube, and I loved it. But um, going back to it, I didn't. I haven't played it recently, but I actually watched someone else play a bit of it recently. Funnily enough, and that game looks really rough in a lot of spaces. Like the camera stuff is looks really bad. Um, it looks like Nintendo really struggled with um, some of the sort of constraints of like 3d platformers and like depth perception and all that stuff mm. um so galaxy not galaxy um sunshine is a, is a little is a little bit of a sore spot i think um for the for the 3d version of mario but i think you're right that most or if not all of the 3d platformers generally considered fantastic fantastic and so we'll take that to say the premises of odyssey is the same old your mario uh, Peach has been stolen by Bowser. Yes, which is a bummer. Always. Yeah. And um, you team up with a little hat spirit that embodies hats, and you use this hat to get around, and this hat allows for some insane movement that just feels so good. Yes. And I, th- I think that's like the biggest thing about this game is just how unbelievable movement feels. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's always true of the 3D Marios is that they seem to spend most of their time giving Mario just like a really complex, interesting, mm. expressive sort of tool set to move around the space mm. and one that you can sort of play at at a really low level and then like over time just get m- better and better and better at um, sort of contorting and manipulating into like these big chains of like ridiculous moves. And it really starts to flow super nice. Like you start out and you realize like you do a practice jump and you're like, oh, I mean, okay, that's kind of interesting. I can use that maybe in certain, mm. in like a certain situation. And then you'll realize, oh, hang on, I can do that into that. And then you'll like stretch it out and you'll struggle with it. But it's the sort of thing which is difficult for a very small amount of time and then becomes very doable. Yeah. And you just have like a lot of control over this guy and it's super fun movement, which I think is just... The most important thing, um, not at all actually, I take it back, but one thing that will always draw me to a game is really fun, smooth, and I think quick movement mm. always helps. When you can move quickly and it feels good. Yeah, for sure. Always. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, that's like, 
a sort of a move list in the start menu that shows you all the different moves that Mario can do. And it basically, yeah, it basically shows you every single one from the start. And I remember like booting that up on the first, um, on the first level and like looking through them and then just saying, oh, I've never seen Mario do that move before or that move. I'll try that out. And doing it and thinking, oh, I'll probably, I'll probably never use this. I'll, uh, maybe it's too much to remember right now. And, <laughs> yeah. then, and then like halfway through the game, I'm, I'm like doing all of these things <laughs> all of the time. Um, to get to these like ridiculous spots that I didn't even know I needed to get to, um, in this so that stuff's really satisfying. And also, you don't uh, for pretty much everything that I've experienced, you don't ever really have to know how to do these things. Um, mm. There is always like a simple version of the jump, ninety nine percent of the time. However, it feels so good. Like the amount you're able to skip in this game just through jumping. Yeah, it's cool. It's great. So the, like, they'll be in the most basic form. Uh, and it's got like a lot of kind of subtle things. So the biggest one is when you uh, hold your throw your hat and hold the jump button and throw hold the throw hat button and it just hovers in the air. And then when you go on that, you jump off that. Uh, but also when you do that, like it throws you in that direction when you do it. So it allows you to re-angle jumps so nice so you can just like hop around corners you wouldn't be able to and do that and then do like a long leap i mean you know this but for yeah sure uh, explaining things yeah it's cool it's it feels like nintendo hired a bunch of new people recently because <laughs> like both zelda and mario um clearly have like a very deep understanding but also admiration for the games that came before them there's a lot of like there's a lot of references and just general love for uh yeah the previous games but they also um interested in taking those ideas and then manipulating them and um the biggest similarity between the two games is the sense of exploration oh, they both they both do mongous. um but they both I, I do these sort of quiet little surprises i think in zelda um, a hundred times more so, because I think it, that's always been in, and I say always, I'm, like, it was massively, as equally a part almost in, like, 64. Sure. In Super Mario 64. Mm, yeah. Um, but it's, I really like that um, sort of mentality of, uh, as you were saying, with, like, you can, like, skip certain parts or do these things. And you sort of do it as a player, you're doing it and you're like, I wonder if I can do this. I wonder if this is possible. And then you do it and you pull it off and the game goes, ah, I'm glad you tried that. And it rewards you for it. You know, like, it's not just like, you don't, you kind of don't come away from it feeling like you broke something. You no. come away from it feeling like you um, engaged with it on another level and it respected that sort of engagement. And it yeah. was like, congratulations, you did something that, most people probably aren't going to do. Well done. And it's... Um, I'm with you. I'm with you there. And, and even, that, that feels really good. And both those games do it really, really well. Definitely. And even if they don't, like, reward you with uh, a moon as a... So, again, uh, you collect moons to progress through the game and they're hidden absolutely everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't reward you with a moon, it generally will lead to one. Or even if you don't feel like, oh, I'm breaking the game you still think uh like i shouldn't have been able to do that in the way that you look at this and it wouldn't be the way you think that was mm. so unclear but um 
<laughs> but it, I mean, like, I mean, like, um, even if they don't put a moon there, I find they might like even just like put some coins there, and coins are basically yeah, worthless. That's true. But it's just it's just the acknowledgement that they know that you might go there. Yeah, and they're they're like they're invisible coins as well, which is even more be- beautifully like nuanced. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you try and get there, of. you don't see a reward there, but when you do get there, the coins will appear, and you go. Okay, yeah. so it's nice that they recognize I might be able to get here. Yeah, that's that's like such a nice feeling to have that little dialogue. The coins the coins are useless, so you're totally right. Uh the value system sort of lasts for the first level where there's there's shops in here and uh, it's the first Mario game where it's actually a spendable currency. Um, yeah, you can actually spend coins. Yeah, yeah. which hey, makes sense. Mhm. Um but it's only ever the first one where you're saving up for anything. The very, very first level. After that, you just have ample coins to buy everything. Um, have you beaten the game? No, so I'm sure. Yeah, so the coins the coins get useful. Okay, cool. I'm really happy to hear that. Should, um, I, should I tell you? Because you, you've finished this game. Uh, well, I've seen credits roll, but then the game um, has another half to it after, basically. Okay, um, this is... Okay, so yeah. Um, so I've collected a little over 500 moons, um, 500 of the 900 moons. Wow. Um, uh, and once you get over 500, I think, is when it unlocks its final level, unless there's some, like, super secret h- hidden thing, which I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't... Wouldn't put past them. Yes, that's what I mean, yeah. Um and I did want to talk a little bit of that without going into like too much spoilery territory. I won't spoil anything for you, I promise. But um, I found when I was playing through Mario before I had seen the credits roll and I was like getting some of the moons, I was getting quite a few of the moons on my way around, but not everything. Cause I knew I'd have to come back eventually. I was mm. thinking, yeah, I love this game so much. I'll probably come back and get all of these moons. Um, I'll, I'll, this is going to be one of those games. I'm fi- I finally have the game where I'll feel the urge to completely <laughs> get everything. I finally found the one. Um, and I saw the credits roll and I was like, right, let's get to it. First world, here I come. Um, I'll restart this whole cycle again. I did 95% of the first world. There were like two moons that I couldn't quite find. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back to those. I'll do another pass. Mm-hmm. Second world. I get maybe 90%. Uh, I'll get those last 10. Third world, I get maybe 70% of, <laughs> of the moons. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'll come back. And then I think I'm now on the fourth world, and I'm just like, oh, I just, I just can't be bothered to collect these damn moons. Um, and then once you, yeah, once you get 500, you unlock this sort of um, uh, very hard level. Um, and... Super Mario Odyssey is probably one of the easiest Mario games um, I've played. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Um, which is no bad thing, in my opinion. Um, mm, I'd like some more, especially in the bosses, I'd like more boss difficulty. Yeah, so... And variation. Um, so yeah. there's a couple of harder bits um, once you get past credits. Um, and I have basically disliked almost all of it. Um especially this like hard level now, which I think means I'm going to stop playing this video game. Um, it's not, it's not like crushingly hard, but it's very long 
and it doesn't have any checkpoints, which is what makes it hard. Mm. And for me, that is always just like a that is just like a stopping point when something's not too challenging, but there is one part of it that's hard, which means I just have to do the and when whole you thing up. over again. Uh, I, I was for the first time like annoyed with this game yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the worst things that can happen is when you see the moon in your head, but you can't achieve the moon. <laughs> okay. Right. So I basically have the way the way I've been playing this game is level by level. I'll try and like complete it. Yeah. But I know I'm not going to fully one hundred percent it. But I'll run around and like try and look over the whole map, and because there's just everywhere over every map, mm-hmm. um, you just you know keep finding things to do, and then when I've run out of things, I can think of what to do. Or where a moon could possibly be, I'll be like, okay, all good. Or I'll try and hit like uh, fifty moons in the bigger levels, or like thirty in the smaller. Yeah, I think that's basically how I played it. Yeah, um, and I'm just finishing up the uh, food one. What's it called? Uh, luncheon. Luncheon. Lovely, yeah, lunch. Luncheon something. kingdom. Or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of dumb. Everything's made of food. Some really nice things in it, though. Uh, and anyway, it's one where you, have, you take over a little flame guy because you can use your hat to throw on certain enemies and become that enemy. Mm-hmm. Again, context for the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and jump through lava and then there were the tomatoes yes. that you had to hit with your hat and then they melt into lava so you can hop from tomato. <laughs> there's, like, there's like no point explaining the context because it's just complete nonsense. <laughs> like There's no way anyone can understand what you <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're right. You become uh, a fireball... To melt a tomato, which you can then jump out of its goo. Um, it's just, like, nonsense. So Anyway, what you have to do is you have to do a long series of jumps in a certain way, and then there's one final jump you have to make, and it's basically from a lava into a big cooking pot. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard at first, before you get used to it, to do that series of jumps and get to that final jump. And when you do you feel so good and you're like one more jump and then I fucked up that final jump about mm. three times mm-hmm. and it just drove me insane and it turns out you have to do like a sprint run up into the jump yeah I, I seem to recall if you hold down Y or whatever oh it, it kills me it killed me um, and I think the other hard thing in this game is some of the platforming like instances where you go through and it's like a separate world zone some of those have been hard. I'm on. I'm kind of stuck on one now. Yeah. So those are like slightly more challenging. Those are like more like galaxy kind of style. Like there's not. There's no like context for this world. They're just kind of floating platforms. Yeah. Um, which is. Um, I really like that stuff, and I think that that level of difficulty is good. I think once you get past credits and you get some of these extra worlds, um, I found it to just be like too much at times for me personally and i think i think that's just my yeah my preference of like difficulty and it's probably why i've enjoyed this mario the most is that it's definitely the easiest one i've played right um and its focus is not so much on um like extreme platform it's really just like a collectathon like to be reductive it's just about like picking things up um and little jingly noises going on 
Um, and it, that yeah. is perfect for Mario because Mario's movement is excellent. So you get to just run around as Mario for hours. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do feel a little bit sour on it now, um, after playing the harder stuff, but okay. it's not like I have to do it or anything. So. And I mean, and I guess in a way it's nice because you got to play through the whole game and loved it, but at the same time it has end game content for people who yeah. are better and want a little bit more. People that want more of a challenge, that's what they get. And and they have done that in the last Mario games. They always have, like, this is a harder level now. But um, I think it just feels, like, spe- like, specifically harder, like, in a way that I don't think I'd experienced before in a Mario game, where it's, like, a very different change of pace. Did you did you play 64? I played it recently, actually, on Wii U. Oh, Some fun. Yeah, I played it on Wii. Hmm. Um, I had a great time. You, you beat it, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I imagine that game's quite um, quite tough. Yeah, at later points. A lot of and it also I think it was at like an age, I was at an age where it was very exciting because I'd not rec- I recently ish got my Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was probably thirteen, fourteen. Bought it on a whim and started playing it and really enjoyed it. And I think what really hooked me then and again in this game, which we sort of touched on already. But it's like the mystery in these games. Yeah. There's a real sense of you don't know what's going to happen. And you're going to find things that you were never expecting to find. Yeah. Um, Which right there gets me. I kind of wish. hear that? um, Yeah, I can. We can all hear it. (laughs) I kind of wish you'd finished um, Odyssey (laughs) just because there's some stuff I definitely like to talk to you about. um, Well, two-parter. Well, we can just, like, fill up some space on another episode, I guess, maybe. Um, uh, One thing I felt is that while this game looks nice, I would say the art direction is really strange. It is. The art direction is really weird. How did did you have nothing to say about this game? What do you mean? (laughs) There's so much to talk about. I guess so, yeah. A a great point you've just brought up. Please. (laughs) Please take it away. Uh, well, I def- I feel like you maybe can like uh, describe this a little better than I can. But like f- for me, it's this weird blend of like realistic like textures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in the animals. <laughs> and then Mario, <laughs> like um, just it's very it's you know what it looks like there are parts of this game that look like have you ever seen those sort of like unreal engine like people make like fake um zelda they make like ocarina of time in unreal engine 4 and they use like insane lighting shaders and stuff yeah and they have these like crazy like grass physics but then in the center they just have this like zelda model that's from from the base game yeah and it just looks like so jarring whereas like why is there all this like realistic stuff mashed with them it just looks very amateurish and parts not all this game some of it looks great some of um some of the worlds look great but then some worlds are just like bizarre looking sort of um very realistic like looking textures and sharp edges and just an just a such an odd blend yeah, and and I agree. I think it's super hit and miss. Yeah. Um, like for example, I think one of the nicest ones is the Sand Kingdom. I'm yeah, not sure, for what, sure. What that place is actually called, but the sand is it has like a photorealistic quality, and the lighting's amazing, 
and just running over that looks incredible. And the ice in this mm-hmm. game looks unreal. Looking through it looks great. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think I think maybe it's more so in the environment where it works. Uh, and because Mario, he's super cartoony, you know, he's Mario. Uh, pudgy little bloopy guy. But um, I think where the texture stuff becomes weirdest is in the animals because there's a lot of real life animals put in these worlds and I think it's most jarring at the start in um, with the T-Rex yeah the T-Rex is fucking weird the T-Rex doesn't look good the T-Rex looks yeah the t- like the actually that's a good that world is a good example and it's yeah, similar I, I to agree. a world that um, comes up later which I won't spoil for you that's also like covered in grass is it Mushroom Kingdom? yeah um yeah i literally just went there through a photograph uh yeah so (laughs) and i can't wait to get there yeah so that was that's a great moment and that's one of the things i wanted to talk to you about but we could talk about another time but um that the grass texture they use for that place is it's like i don't yeah it just it looks like they took like a uh ps2 it's got that Japanese quality of, like, PS2 Japanese, like, this is a very realistic image of grass. And then we've <laughs> taken that image and then stenciled it 3,000 million times, one after the other. Um, there's something about it that's, like, I feel like the Western side of game developer didn't do as much, but the Japanese have always done. Um, where it's just, like, lo- very flat and repetitive. Okay. And it has that. And Mario's never really done that before. Um and yeah, that that world you were talking about with the dinosaur is similar. Where yeah, it's, I agree, um, very jarring. Um, and cause also, you very, very, very briefly visit this hat kingdom at the start. There's sort of like an introduction level. <laughs> yeah, I uh, And it's useless. Like like the whole thing's just shit. Yeah. It's it's not worth going there. Um, and then you go on straight to the second world, which is the one you talk about, which features the T Rex and this. Not as convincing art style. Uh, but that said, there's like a machine woodland kingdom that comes later that I thought worked great. Yeah, that place looks good. So, so I'm not quite sure how uh, how to differentiate them. Um, but, um, actually, you didn't say what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say that the, the hat place was just literally like a Tim Burton movie. Oh, yeah. It's just like the music as well was just... Um, it was basically just a Danny Elfman track. It was, it was like being in nightmare before Christmas. Right. The music was like, (laughs) it's just like, okay. (laughs) We get it. Yeah. Um, Very strange. Yeah. It, it really doesn't hit well. And then you go to the second place with this dumb T-Rex and it really doesn't hit very well. Yeah. And that's maybe the first, I don't know, hour and you come, I was coming off that being like, maybe I'm just not going to like this game. No. Uh, maybe I'm just not, you know, maybe this just goes against everything. But right now I'm not feeling it. And then you get to that third Sand Kingdom mm. and you're like, whoo, let's go. <laughs> well, it just the, uh, opens up and becomes amazing. The, so um, I loved, I loved, I was surprised by how much I loved New Donk City. Oh, I it's unbelievably done. And New Donk City is maybe like one of the best Mario levels of all time. One of the best levels ever. It's pretty extraordinary. In any video game that I can think of. When it's funny because 
that definitely has like a weird realism versus cartoonism problem um, because it's supposed to look like the sort of miniature version of New York. Um, and it has like real life humans next to Pudgy Mario and um, taxis and all the things you think about when you think about New York. Um, so it's a little jarring in that sense, but also just like the level design is just like crazy and exciting. Mm. And there's just stuff around every single little corner. So great. And, yeah. and it goes against everything I was mentioning to you last week off podcast. Uh, or maybe on podcast, I can't remember. But I was talking about how I adored the open, flat nature of the Sand Kingdom. Mm. Um, and then there are a few later where verticality, and I guess earlier on as well with that dinosaur one, mm-hmm. where it just really didn't excite me nearly as much. And yeah, then you get to New Dark City, and there's so much verticality, but of course, because it's all skyscrapers, and there has to be, but it just feels unreal and exploring it felt great but i think the difference between like new donk city and that dinosaur one is that while there is verticality in the dinosaur one it's all very linear you know it's like if you think about yeah, it i can right. very easily trace my steps from the start to the end of that level yeah whereas in new donk city you come in and there's just like every there's just a bunch of it's just a gridded system of streets like there isn't any specific way you should go yeah yeah that's true and, yeah, and so it, everyone, when they first see this, sees the humans in New Donk City. Like, that was a big part of the um, trailer, the introduction mm-hmm. trailer to this game. And then there's even, like, a middle step with Mayor Pauline. Yep. Who's kind of not quite Mario, not quite human. Well, so that's based on... Pauline was the character that... Um, was the character that Donkey Kong stole in the original Donkey Kong game. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's the woman in the red dress, I'm pretty sure. Hence why there's, hair. like, the Donkey Kong reference in that yeah. level. Yeah, I that, guess so. Oh, did, can we talk about that as well? That was the arguably the most fun I had in this game. Which bit was that? Uh, the festival. Yeah, I th- yeah, people seem to love that moment. You know? Uh, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it uh, didn't grab me, I think, as, like, other people did. Uh, it, there's, it's just the music, the lights, the platforming... <laughs> I think it might be something to do with the fact that that song kind of annoys the hell out of me. I love this song. Yeah. So that would be 100% the reason. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to dislike lyrics that are just like, that are like um, a lot of like verbs. <laughs> just I'm like, not with you. Do what the you thing mean? and do the thing and do it. And it's just like, oh, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. I loved it. I thought yeah. it was so fun. So fun. Yeah, man. And also, I love how they have, like, weather phases in these games, uh, which really do switch up the game. So, basically, you'll first be brought to a place, and there'll be, like, a minor objective on maybe halfway through the map, and you have to get there, and then you beat that, and then it resets to its full, like, natural full level. Mm. Um, And a lot of the time, in the different sections, they'll do one with, like, a different level. Uh, Sorry, I mean weather pattern. So when you first get to New Donk City, thunder, lightning, rainstorms, and that place looks grim. Yeah, it does. The same thing when I got there, I'm like, okay, shit, maybe this won't be great because this place is actually miserable. Yeah. Uh, and then you get there, the sunshine comes out once you once it like resets and you beat the first mini boss. Uh, and the music kicks in when you arrive. What? Oh, 
Good. <laughs> Some good shit. Um, I really was annoyed at the tanks. What? I just, I don't want to play a tank in a Mario game. Like, I don't want to shoot things in a Mario game. It's a human thing, though. It's in New Donk City, made by the people, made by America. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I mean, it's not so much the context that annoys me. It's more just, like, I don't want to be a tank. <laughs> but it was, like, a tank creature as well. It wasn't even, like, a real tank. Again, what, it's, what's not, your... <laughs> it's not the context. What's... <laughs> What's your opinion on taking over a human? I, you only do it like once. Yeah, you only do it once. I was disappointed that it was just this. You'd actually eat it twice. No, I, I can't remember what the second one is. This isn't in the same context, but just. Oh yeah. Slightly to the. Yeah, I, I got. Um, I got. Um, flashbacks of playing inside. <laughs> <laughs> spooky. Spooky, spooky. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a great game. I would like to play something else on my Switch now, though. Yeah, and this is the problem. What next? You know, now that there's a lot of like indie stuff coming out that I'm excited about. I'm gonna try and hit maybe the Zelda expansion pack. Yeah, uh, that come out? once I finished out, once I finished my well, there's the one out now which has like a little bit, and then a new one comes out. I want to say like December seventeenth, but I'm probably way, 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 way off. Oh, does that mean you beat Zelda? Yeah, yeah. So I remember you talking about you were going to very soon. Yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> um, how, how, I've, I would like to talk to you about the ending of that game, briefly. Now? Not sure. now. We're 34 yeah. minutes in? I mean, we've done like 50 minute episodes before. True. Uh, On to Boy, think? The Binding of Isaac. Um, Give me... Right, right, Give me one word to describe your final two hours of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, one word or yes. can it be like a hyphenated two-worder? Uh, no, I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with one word. I'll go with one word. I'm going to say... I'm gonna, I want to say like closing. Closing? Yeah, in a way. You felt it was, you felt it satisfactory? I did, you know, and I think I had a friend who didn't, mm. um, but I think maybe because I spent so much time, and I don't know how you spent, you spent loads of time on that game. Yeah. Uh, but I spent like a hundred hours before I went to go be that final boss. Yeah, I think I was around the same. And it was, it was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it gets to a point where uh, you just have the, all the best gear in the game, essentially. Yeah. And you go in, and it's just easy. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, and also, because you said last two hours, maybe even plus that a little bit, last three hours, last four hours. Scaling, it was the first time I properly scaled Hyrule Castle. Yeah. I very much, other than to find the memory... Um, there's because you know how there's one memory up yeah, in the castle. Yeah, other yeah, other yeah. than that, and I never realised there was an inside as well. Crawling through the inside gradually, I thought was all very, very, very exciting. Yeah, I thought the actual navigating of the castle was really cool. Yeah, it was um, great. The music, like it starts yeah, playing the, some like Zelda music, I think. And, oh, like, it does. And um, it's, which is it's, basically the first time in the entire game that it starts playing some classic music, um, which is really great. Uh, 
it's like that the like the mini map looks so rad the sort of like um mm-hmm. uh what do you call it like it's just like a 3d wireframe. modeled map yeah. yeah it's like a wireframe of the map and it like rotates as you walk inside it and stuff um which i've whole, never seen like anything yeah i don't that, think so at least that whole bit was great i found like the ganon boss fight incredibly disappointing and felt really really flat to me it just felt like um one it, it by that point was very easy which is fine um but it just kind of happened you know like there there wasn't yeah you know i wanted i wanted to interact with Gavin. yeah i wanted you, you I want wanted to, you want to see him in his human form and yeah. get some narratives where there's yeah. some satisfaction rather than it's just like it, it seemed more like a hunt mm, than sure. a fight yeah, it felt you know, like where there was just a massive creature. It felt like they went for um, classic Zelda idea of what Ganon was, less like Ocarina of Time um, idea of what Ganon was, where like they finally in Ocarina of Time they made Ganon like a real human. Oh, was he not before? Well, he was like he was just like a pig man. He was just a big scary pig man. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just like he's just a big scary pig oh, man. I just haven't played any of those. Um, and, then, <laughs> and I don't intend to. <laughs> and then in like Ocarina of Time, he's like more of more humanoid, and he like talks and has motivation and stuff. Um, and in this one, he's just like a weird scorpion thing that then turns into a large pig. Um, and it just feels, and it also sort of abandoned uh, a lot of what made the actual main game good, which was like the creativity and like the randomness of everything of the encounters and made it very sort of structured, very much like classic three. I think I think you need thing. something like that though for a final boss. Yeah. What what disappointed me is that uh so when you get to the final phase, one which is just way too easy and way too set. Um you don't die, it's more just like a a cutscene that you play. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Uh but you get a bow, you get the bow of the bow of light. Um, and it, it handles unlike every other bow in the game uh, because every bow in the game and you get used to it and it feels really good as well uh, you draw back and the arrows dip significantly yep. uh, with, with this one it, they don't at all they're just funny enough straight as an arrow uh. and um, that shit sucks because you get there and you're like riding a horse and I'm like arching way above and just <laughs> everyone's zipping way above but I can't even see them hardly like disappear off into the distance. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, and I had, uh, my niece was there with me watching like beat it and I'm like, um, I'm, I'm going to hit it soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two yeah, fun games though. I think in the end, like it doesn't, like the ending doesn't really matter too much. Um, yeah. Like it, change my opinion of the game, but I was a little disappointed with it in, as a whole. I mean, I, I could have used some more, uh, and maybe people would disagree with me, but like in Mario as well, some more narrative, uh, just like a just a little bit of narrative. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't think yeah, I don't think Mario needs a strong narrative. I think it just needs to stop doing the save the princess thing. Yeah, or at least like you don't even see the princess being stolen. It's literally, she's already been stolen. Bowser's fully dressed up in wedding gear, ready to marry her. 
and then you just chase her the whole time, like, in the distance, and there's very little interaction with that. I want a little bit of evidence of he's been in that world rather than just footprints. Mm. You know, yeah, you, they'll be like, oh, look at those big footprints that whales are left. But I want it to be, um, I want to see him, like, destroy a building or still be there and just get away before I beat him. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I don't mind the brevity of it just because the narrative itself is such a weak, boring story. Um, so I'm happy for it to just kind of go away and leave me alone. But also, yeah, I would just appreciate if... I mean, not only did they kidnap the princess, but they felt they had to give motivation to the, the cap as well. So yeah. his his girlfriend gets kidnapped as well and she's a tiara. And it's just like, what? Is that really... Do we really need to do that? Can we just do anything else? Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind that. <laughs> I was fine with that. <laughs> it's just boring. Anyway, there you go. Forty minutes there for a go. game we had nothing to talk about. There you go. We did it. Good stuff, my friend. Um, <laughs> next week, lucky. Yeah. Wow. We got. Are we got you big, in for a treat? We got a big week but, coming. Or, up. or should, I'm gonna say, are you in for a treat? Me. No, no, I was for, like, you know, listeners slash general. Uh, but, in fact, oh, we in for a treat. And, actually, we should probably decide uh, what the episode's going to be next week, if it's going to be one of the games we talked about, the other games we talked about, or the experience around the two games. That we're I think about. it should be Overwatch and the experience. Should we, uh, should we tell them what the experience is now? You, take, you we... do it. You do it. <laughs> okay, so... Tomorrow is a Saturday. I am going to greet my good friend, Lockie, in Kingston, in Surrey. We are going to frequent a game store, but not just any game store. We are going to finally belong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And if you don't know what that is, hold on, because you'll find out next week. Finally. We are going to belong. Yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I mean, if they have space, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, so Overwatch and Belong next week. Great, 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 great. Should be an interesting one. Yeah. Peace. Peace, peace.